The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive football stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at newbalance.com. Bonus pod, first one in a long time. Welcome to Fantasy Football Today, reacting to Rob Gronkowski. It's hiring. He yeah, is hanging it up, at least for now. Adam Schefter <laughs> tweeting that Drew Rosenhaus, Gronk's agent, wouldn't be surprised if he came back at some point during the season or even next season. But right now, we can't draft Rob Gronkowski, can we? Uh, no, unless, you know, we just had a draft 10 minutes ago and he did <laughs> get drafted. <laughs> that was 20 minutes ago before we saw the breaking news. But you, you, yeah. yeah, don't draft him. But also, I'm not like... In a shallow dynasty league, I drop him. But in a in a deeper dynasty league, I'm not dropping him. Okay, let's talk about it. First at quarterback, then running back, then wide receiver, then tight end for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So Tom Brady wasn't in your top five. Where was he now? Where will he be once you digest this Gronkowski retirement news? I don't think I'm going to move him. I was the low guy on him, I think. I had him at eight. Um, you know, it, unless Godwin is out for you know, significant portion of the season. I think he'll still be fine with the three receivers that he has and whatever Cameron Braid or what they do at tight end will will offer. But, I mean, it's a loss, but it's still Brady in this offense, and I think he'll still be okay. Yeah, I wasn't projecting the Buccaneers with Rob Gronkowski, so I'm not going to move him. Really? But it's just, they're so thin now. You know, I mean, it's I mean, tenuous here. Relative to what they were last year, sure. But they have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Russell Gage is a very good number three wide receiver. Yeah, and Rob Gronkowski only had 623 yards in 16 games in 2020. He did catch seven touchdowns, but, you know, Brady had a, a fine season in 2020. It wasn't great at the start, but, and finished pretty strong. Of course, he had Antonio Brown for half that season as well. There were three games that Tom Brady played last year without Brown and without Gronkowski. And in those three games, he scored 32 points against the Bears, 33 points at the Saints, and 17 points in that weird loss at Washington. But two of the three games, Tom Brady was a total stud. So uh, it's still a top eight quarterback for Jamie and Heath. Let's go to Leonard. Isn't it weird that we've spent a lot of time talking this offseason about the guys who have left their respective teams and then we look at those quarterbacks and what, what they've done without those guys. Rodgers without yeah, Adams, yeah. Mahomes without Tyree Kill, now, now Brady without Gronk. And it just seems like it doesn't matter. Just shows you how great those guys are. Yeah. Uh, well, let's we'll find out. Small sample sizes, obviously. It is. So. I always go back to this is not the same, obviously, but I always go back to the Jordy Nelson year when he tore his ACL. It was terrible for Aaron Rodgers. Um and uh, you know, I guess you probably look at Drew Brees without Michael Thomas that last year. But anyway, anyway, let's go to Leonard Fournette. Does he change? Does he move up or down in the rankings? Second round pick right now, Leonard Fournette. No, I'm not changing anybody as a result of this, except for Cameron Brait. Okay. Maybe Gage a little bit, but that's it. It makes me feel a little better about Evans as a top 12 wide receiver if Godwin's, if Godwin's ready week one. That's really about the only change that I would have. And I'm not drafting Gronk anymore. 
He's such a just. And I really think he's probably going to come back and play again. He's such an end zone target, though. That's got to that's got to matter, right? He's such a touchdown guy. I mean, so is Evans. Yeah, I don't. Does it hurt Brady? Does it help Godwin? Does it help Gage? Does it, it not hurts matter? Brady's ceiling. You know, so when you start to you know debate him versus the other quarterbacks, you know, for me there's seven guys. I don't know where you have him, Heath. I think I remember Dave had him at 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 five. Um, you know, when you start to look at the okay, why this guy over this guy, or why would I justify taking this quarterback? You know, I I think this obviously is a knock against him clearly, but he's still going to challenge for five thousand yards. You know, so you know you mentioned six hundred yards two years ago. What do you have last year, Crunk? He had 802 yards in only 12 games. He went from 39 yards per game to 67 yards per game. So you have, you know, the 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 numbers that if Russ, let's just say all three receivers, all three top receivers play, you know, the majority of 17 games. They only had Antonio Brown for five games last year. So no, is that it? Wow. Seven games, whatever it was. It was it was a very small amount of games that Antonio Brown played. And so you know, if Gage plays 17 games, he probably gives you over the course of a season what Gronk and Antonio Brown give you in the sample that they have, or close to it. All right, so what are you going to do with Cameron Braid then, since he's the <laughs> the whole reason for the bonus spot, apparently. It's the Cameron Braid episode. Well, I think I think Gage is, is, is a winner here, you know, because uh, now you have two things in his favor. You have Godwin injured and, and no Gronk, and so... You know, I think Gage now creeps into, you know, for me, he was at the the top of the wide receiver four range. Now I think he creeps into the wide receiver three range because you have one guy potentially not going to be there. And then the other guy potentially not going to be there to start of the season. So, um, break for me is, is still a, a, a number two tight end. I don't think he becomes a starter, but he's in the guys I would consider drafting if I draft two, but he's at the back end of that. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to have the Bay tight end top 20 probably. All right, so let me ask you, Russell Gage, or how many rookie wide receivers, I guess, would you take ahead of Russell Gage at this point? None. Wow. Mm, yeah. Probably four. If, if Godwin's ready to go for week one, Jamie, do you change your mind on that? No. Okay. I mean, my, my top rookie receiver was Drake London, or is Drake London, and he's like 35, so. How about Elijah Moore or Russell Gage? Gage. Uh, more. How about Gabriel Davis? Davis. Davis. Okay. All right. So, look, some bonus pods are are hot fire. Some of them are just, you know, we'll get some information out for you. That, that's fine. We don't need hot takes on every one. Uh, not a huge reaction, I guess, to the Gronk retirement. Well, what's, of- what's the percentage you think he, he comes back middle of the season? Even if it's 100%, it's still going to affect the way I view everybody on the box. Right. So you were going in like yesterday you were drafting Tom Brady as if Gronk was playing. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think that's why I don't have the reaction because I was not. Okay. Um, uh, you know, I just look with Brady, there's two starters from the offensive line gone. There's no Gronk. There's no Antonio Brown. We don't know. I mean, we could say Godwin's ready for week one. Is he going to be as good as he was? I don't know. Um, and he may not be ready for week one. And you've got no more Bruce Arians, so perhaps a more conservative approach, perhaps. Uh, I think there's a lot working against him. And I feel like if everything if everything is fine, then Brady's going to have a huge season. But if 
one thing, if one receiver gets hurt, Evans gets hurt all you know a lot. He misses time or plays hurt. I don't know. It just seems like uh, he could be more like when you have him QB eight. He could, he could be that. He just may not have the same upside. All right. So for me, the guys I have behind him, I know you're a big Burrow guy. You're taking Burrow or, or Brady at this point. It's, I mean, it's so dependent on Chris Godwin. It's really hard to answer that question. Godwin ready week one. Who are you taking? Brady. Godwin ready week four. Burrow. Godwin ready week three. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say uh, Burrow. If Godwin's not ready week one, then it's just I'm gonna have questions about how healthy is he really gonna be when he comes back. You know, are they gonna push the timeline? Because that does happen. You're, you're in the majority, by the way, because Burrow's ADP is ahead of Brady's yeah, already. But that's right. But I'm not there yet. But yeah. Um, I do think that, all right, well, look, I, it's not my show. Anyway, uh, let's... Uh, well, no, it, it's, it's it's fair. I mean, Heath, you're not a Burrow guy, but I don't know who you have after Brady. Uh, Russell Wilson or Brady now? Um, yeah, I'm still probably going to be Brady unless Godwin's starting up. If Godwin's active week one, it'll be Brady. I'm going to end this fun. Thank you guys for hopping on for this bonus pod. Really do appreciate that time. And thank I you all you were told 10 minutes. for we watching. Here and stare at each other for another minute. A minute and, 40, and 14 seconds, yeah. Uh, we're out of here. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Uh, Dave will be on the show, so we'll get his reaction. We'll talk about the top five running backs in fantasy. See you later, everybody. Have a good one.